What's up, everybody? This is From the Grave to Grace podcast, where we will be digging into the Bible and looking at building our relationship with Christ. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to From the Grave to Grace. Um, I... uh, I'm hoping and praying that everybody is doing well today um, and that you're honestly doing better than I am right now. Um, Actually, I am in Pooler right now on the side of I-95. I had a hose blow on my truck, so I'm waiting on someone to come to help me get that. um, It's actually the clamp that came off, so that clamp's getting replaced. So I figured... What better time than just sitting here doing nothing than to go ahead and do my podcast episode. So I'm here taking the time to be able to, you know, uh, speak to you guys and hope that, you know, the words that God has given me will be able to resonate and help with whatever might be going on. Maybe help to explain some things and and things like that. Um, What's kind of funny is uh, Tim did an episode last week and he did a, a really awesome job on the episode um, but what's funny is I told him afterward and after I listened to it that I actually had something similar to talk about. Um, it's similar, but it also has its differences. It's a whole different story in the Bible, but it is also um, along the same concept of doing what God has called you to do. Um, and so with that, um, we're going to talk about a little bit about Jonah today. Um, so I... Um, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then I'm going to get into what I'm going to talk about about this episode. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for this time. Girl, we know that even whenever whenever things happen to us during the day, that regardless, you can use things that are negative and turn them into a positive. We thank you for those times. We thank you for you allowing us to see that they're there is something else that can be done or, or another way around something, you know, so that we're not just aggravated in that moment. I pray that you will please just uh, help anybody who's listening to this to remember that regardless of whatever circumstance they're going through, there's always something that can be done for you. I pray that you will please just help us to remember that, help us to remember that that everything we do, we owe it to you. And also to remember that regardless of what's going on, we can always find time to spend with you. I pray that you will please just bless this episode, bless my words, and bless everyone who hears it. I pray that the words come out the way that you want them to be so that hopefully people won't, you know, just hear me talking, that they will hear you speaking through it, dear Lord. I pray that you will please just uh, help this to resonate on someone and, and to be able to help someone with something, dear Lord. It is in your name that I do pray. Amen. All right, so today I want to talk about, like I said, Jonah. Um, and I want to talk about the fact that, you know, we talked last week with Tim about, you know, doing what God's called us to do, regardless of what it is. Now, in this aspect of what I'm going to talk about today, it's not necessarily talking about his gift that he gave you or anything to that nature, but about something that he specifically has called you to do, something that you feel laid on your heart to do and not doing it. And, and, the reason I'm using Jonah is because in the story of Jonah, God called to him and said, get up and go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry out against them 
for their evil has come to my attention. And this is in Jonah chapter one, verse two. Um, and with that, Jonah got up because he was scared. He was nervous. He, he, he didn't feel comfortable going to do that. He didn't feel like he could, he could just go and talk to these people because he wasn't thinking about the fact that God was going to be with him and helping through it and, and protecting through it. But he, he didn't want to do it. So what did he do? He went and he fled from what the Lord told him to do. He went to Tarnish, or Tarshish, I'm sorry, to be able to flee from God. He ended up going down to Joppa, and he ended up going and finding a ship that was headed to Tarshish. So what he did is he actually paid his fear, and he got on the boat, and he went with them on the way. Well, then he ended up falling asleep. Well, during the time that he fell asleep, God made a big storm happen. He made a big storm happen that made the ship rock. And the people that were on the ship, they even thought that it that the ship would be broken into pieces. So what they thought was, let's make ourselves lighter. So they even threw some of the cargo out into the ocean and they went and they threw it out so that it would make the ship lighter. You know, and, and during the time the captain actually, well, I guess it's just one of the ship's officers or the captain or whatever, however you want to call it. One of the people that was on the ship, they went through, went down and, and asked him, how can you be sleeping during this time? Get up, call on God, ask him to help us so that with this so that we won't perish. Well, when it happened, they went through, they actually casted lots to see who it was to there was to blame for the evil that was happening. And the lots actually fell on Jonah. So whenever it happened, they asked him, tell us why this is happening. Why is going, what's going on? What do you do and where are you from? They asked him and he said, I'm a Hebrew. He said that I worship the Lord God of heaven. Um, the one that made the, the sea and the land. Um, and he said, they asked him, what did he, what have you done? What is it that you did that caused this to happen? And he said, um, they asked him, what will you, what will we do about this to make the sea calm around me, around us? So Jonah told him, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm around you. It's my fault that this great storm has come upon you. So they they crowded around each other and they even begged God and said, Lord, please don't perish us on account of taking this man's life. Don't blame us for innocent blood. Do whatever you, um, whatever you want, you can do is what they told him. So during that time, they took him and they hurled him into the sea and the sea ceased to rage. The men worshiped God and meanwhile, God sent a great fish to swallow up Jonah. It's a story that we all hear whenever we go through as kids. It's a story of Jonah and how he, he got swallowed up by a whale or a big fish or whatever people try to say. It says in the Bible, a great fish, so we'll just go with that. Um, <laughs> he got swallowed up by a great fish, and he stayed in the belly of that fish for three days and three nights. Now, there are some people that... Um, actually use that in a different way and maybe we'll talk about that in another day um but 
while he was in the belly of this fish, he prayed. He called out to God and he said, you know, you could have killed me, but instead you, you have me here where the depths of the ocean, or, or I'm in the depths of the heart of the ocean and the floods, they surround me, but still you kept me alive. And he praises God through it. He prays to him and he says, anything that you want me to do, I will do it. So with that, God had the whale, the big fish, like I said, um, it had him vomit him up onto the ocean, to the dry, dry land, and he told God that he would go and do it. Now, the reason that I even bring that up and the reason that I bring that is because I, I want you to see that whenever God calls you to do something, if you run from God or you flee from God, let's say that God calls you to be a better Christian. And then you flee from that. You start going astray. You start hanging out with the wrong people. You get into the wrong crowd. You get into doing stuff you're not supposed to do. And whatever the case is, you know, let's just say, for instance, you got hanging out with the wrong crowd and you got yourself in trouble with the law. Well, just because you turn back to God and say, God, God, why, why would you do this to me? Why did this happen? What's the case? But the thing about it is, just because you call out to God and God loves you and, and the things that are happening does not mean that those consequences will not happen. You know, Jonah, he fled from God and though God loved him, though God called him to do something, though God was on his side, he didn't just take him out of those consequences. He got to stay for three days in the belly of that fish. You know, sometimes we, we get going through a punishment time and we, we look at it as, well, God, why are you doing this to me? Instead of looking at it as, you know, that I should have done what I was told and God would have blessed me through this instead, you know, and, and I'm not talking just to you. I'm talking to me. Cause I mean, even though I'm not really in a time where, where I'm necessarily going through a punishment type thing, but, um, I feel like that there are other blessings that I might be missing out on because even though I'm doing this podcast, I, for a long time, I felt that God was calling me to do ministry more than just a podcast, but also stuff such as, you know, maybe pastoring or youth pastoring or something to that nature. So because of that, it just, it, it really, I feel as if there's blessings that I could have through it that are not being done for me or given to me or happening to me because of the fact that I'm not necessarily fleeing from God, but I'm not doing what God called me to, you know, and, and I'm, I'm trying to actually get myself to that place. I even told my wife this weekend that, that, um, that I would like to, you know, put ourselves in a position where maybe I can, maybe I can actually start helping with stuff like that. Maybe I can actually get myself back into ministry. Um, but again, I, I'm not going to harp on that necessarily, but, but my point is sometimes we go through times of, of what we consider as consequences or punishment or, or something to that nature. And, and we automatically just turn and blame it on God and say, God, why are you doing this to me? Why is this happening? I don't know what I did, but he gave us a direct command or he, he may, you know, speak to you in some way, whether it be through the Bible or through what he's pulling on your heartstrings to do or whatever the case is. And we, we actually keep ourselves from doing those things. And again, whenever negative consequences come, God's not going to prevent the consequence from happening to you just because he loves you, just because he wants the best for you. 
those consequences still have to come for the actions that you decide to take. So we shouldn't look and blame and, and want to point the finger and say, God, why have you done this to me? God, why is this happening? Well, a lot of times if we just take a second and look, it's because of what we didn't do according to what God has called us to. You know, I, I don't think that that it happens that way every single time. But I do believe that whenever we, we take a second and actually evaluate and look and say, you know, am I aligning myself up with what God's will for my life is? Or am I taking myself to the world? Am I plunging myself into the things of this world that say, hey, I want to go and do this instead? Or I don't have time to go to church, but I have time to do whatever it is that I choose to do. I don't have time to read the Bible, but I have time to do this other thing. I don't have time to spend in prayer with God, but I have time to do this other thing that I like to do. Are we are we setting that time away from God? But then whenever something happens to us, we say, God, God, why have you forsaken me? God, why why are you making me go through this? Why is this negative happening in my life? Why is it is whatever X amount of thing that's happening going on, God, I, I thought you loved me. But again, it's kind of like the old saying that I've heard many times through my life, that if you ever look around and feel like God's not right there with you, if you actually examine and look, he's right where you left him. He didn't leave. Whenever you decided to, instead of walking down that straight path with him, you decided to take a left turn. If you turn around and look back, He's still standing where you turned and waiting on you to come back. Now, it may take you to have to trek to get all the way back and get tired and be be tiresome and doing the things that you have to do to get back to where he is. But he's right there waiting. No matter how far you've strayed, he's right there waiting. He didn't leave. He didn't forsake you. He's there. He's waiting on you to come back. And again, a lot of times we don't even think about the fact that that we've we've strayed because we get so caught up in the things that we do, you know, like getting into the summertime and and you every weekend take the time to go to the river or you take the time to go fishing or you take the time to like I like to do ride your motorcycle or I also like to play video games. And I mean, sometimes I have to catch myself because I, I would let that video game. I'd play it and play it and play it until I get so tired that I'm I'm going to bed late. So because I'm tired, I know if I'm going to lay there for too long, then I'd fall asleep reading the Bible, so there's no sense in even trying. You know, and things like that take precedence over our life. Not that you're worshiping that video game, but you're allowing whatever that thing is to get in the way of time that you could spend with God. And I'm talking to myself, I promise you. But we have to we have to spend that time with God. We have to build that relationship with God. It's it's like like physical health. In order for you to maintain a good physical body, you have to work out. You have to take steps to keep doing it. You have to take steps to, to get yourself in shape, whether it be working out or eating healthy or whatever the case is. And that same thing is for your spiritual health. If you don't work it out, you don't actually take the time to to build it, to strengthen it, to walk with God then it starves. Then that that relationship isn't as healthy. 
And a lot of times we, we put ourselves in that position and don't even think about it. So because of that, I just want to encourage you today that we should always be taking the most amount of time that we can with God. We should be doing everything we can to better our relationship with Him and keep in line with Him so that then whenever those times come through that are hard times, we know that He's actually carrying us through them. We also get to the point to where instead of being so hard out about thinking that God's out to get us because of something that went wrong, we'll realize it's actually because of the fact that we strayed or we walked away. And and I hope and pray that we can better our relationship with Christ through that. So, again, um, I just wanted to, you know, take a few minutes just to talk about that because it, it was something that weighed on my heart and it was something that I had actually to do just in case for last week. Um, and then Tim did his episode and I was like, man, you're talking about, you know, doing the thing that God called you. It really, it really was a lot lined up with what I was talking about today. Um, but, um, I'm going to go ahead and, um, shut this episode down. I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God to bless us through the rest of our week. And I hope and pray that, that what it's something that I said, maybe it resonated with you. Maybe, maybe it'll help you to, to have a little bit of encouragement to, you know, try to better that relationship with Christ and realize no matter what, he's not out to get you. No matter what is going on in your life, if you're going through trials, you're going through tribulations, it's not to blame on God. It's something that you have to turn around and look. If God, if you feel like God's not right there on top of you, just take a look and see who walked. Because you're, I promise you, 100% of the time, it was that you stepped away from where he was. He didn't walk away from you. So I'm going to go ahead and pray and I'm going to close this out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time and we thank you for, for the story of Jonah and what it shows us, dear Lord. I pray that you will please just bless us through our week. Help us to be able to, no matter what, find time for you. Help us not to make excuses or have have other things that take better better time they don't grasp our time as much dear lord i pray that you will please just help us to remember that no matter what we have you on our side and if we feel like we're far away i pray that you will please just help us to remember to look around see where you are and get back to you make sure that we we realize that it's it's not you so we can't blame you Dear Lord, we praise you for the things you do in our lives. And we pray that you will please continue to just help us to be a better example of you. Dear Lord, we love you. We thank you. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.